0: It's showtime.
1: Taking down the other podcasts one by one.
2: Who are
3: these that
4: clip is why people make fun of you. Carl. This is all just for the radio. And, and
3: why mic?
4: We don't have business to take care of.
3: Who are these we are the
1: number one podcast on the internet today. Welcome to yet another episode of Who Are These Socials? The show thousands of people come to to learn the age old question what's the deal with social media? If you can find a show that knows more about social media, I'll give OP stars on Facebook. I'm your host, Carl Hamburger. With me, as always, is Mike Geary, aka
4: Blind Mike. What's up, Mike? Oh, what's up, buddy? I mean, w- obviously we were really hit. I do have one message. The one criticism that really annoyed me about okay. the first episode yeah. is they kept saying these are two boomers. I'm a young man. I'm 31. I'm not as old as Carl. I'm Chad X. This fucking boomer <laughs> shit. I listened
1: to Pearl Jam growing up, motherfucker. Ridiculous. <laughs> now, Mike, some people are saying that I won't read super chats and those people can get a locker at the gym next to Chad Zumak because I will read every super chat. That comes in. I'm not afraid of Super Chats. Do I look afraid of Super Chats? Because I'm not. Although I tried
4: to talk him out of it, folks. Although he- I will
1: <laughs> say we'll probably save them for the end or maybe do something like mid-show. We won't get distracted by Super Chats this time. That was one of the critiques that we saw coming in from our, our first show.
4: I mean, we're not doing this for... We're, there's no Patreon for this
1: show, so there's you got to no make money somehow. You know? Correct. And we appreciate your support and we want to make you a part of the show. So send us a super chat. We'll read your question or your comment. Yeah, yeah. And, you're the uh, third
4: co-host, folks.
1: The twelfth man, as I like to say.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works out.
1: Not sure the <laughs> math how that works out, but the twelfth man are the people who are watching us on YouTube right now. And if you're not, we're live on YouTube every Thursday at six p. Eastern time. All right, Mike. Let's get right into this thing. Oh, first off, thanks to Dave from Canada for the logo. That I used yes. during the intro song, and Troy Smith, who made the Blind Burger logos in the upper right corner of the video right now, fucking phenomenal. I love it. Thank I don't
4: you care for, for that. It. <laughs> you know, you're not a fan of the Blind Burger. No, you shouldn't take shots at the Blind. It's not nice. All right. Well, let's get right into some controversial
1: hot takes, shall we? I would love to. Yeah, this is. We're going to a subreddit called Cringe. And this is about interracial dating. Let's find out what these black women have to say about interracial dating.
5: I love Jonathan Majors. There was something in me that Mm. felt I bet he has a white girlfriend. And when Antoinette revealed to me (laughs) that he was in Sweden somewhere with a blonde blonde haired white woman, I don't. Celebrate that! I'm not gonna celebrate their children that they have. <laughs> the oh my I'm god! Not gonna, it doesn't make me be like, yes, like you know, some people together. You're like, I love them together. That's how we all got here: a white woman and a black man. Help me through this. I don't have a logical answer. And what I get agitated
6: about is because it's it's commercially trendy for people to be in interracial relationships. It's become a presentation of diluted blackness. Like, why well, aren't you happy to see like all these mixed families and Cheerios commercials? No, because the storytelling is not are is not a mixed story. The mm. storytelling is this is what's digestible for Does what Does anyone like these interracial couples that are in commercials? I don't I don't hear anyone <laughs> who's applauding what's going
1: on with the fucking people they cast in commercials these days.
4: I feel like just maybe I could be wrong about this, but I feel like when we got to dissecting the race of the people in Cheerios commercials, that's when we should have been like, and we got it pretty good. We fixed it, right? Like we're
0: all
1: cool with each other now. (laughs) Right, right. It's funny that you go from we had a black president to, and these Cheerios commercials, Ah, I don't care for that. I didn't even care about the president. I'm just
6: angry about the Cheerios commercials. The point is, this is what's digestible for white people.
5: I don't mind seeing black women with white men. It gets even more toxic. Oh, for you're toxic. What?
1: I,
3: what? I don't. One? Hold on. All
1: right. So, Mike, I know what's fucking these women up. Yeah. These are black women who are used to competing with white women, but the white women are usually fat. So there's uh, somewhat of a level playing field here. But now all of a sudden there's like a hot blonde coming in and it's game over. They're like, well, what, what the fuck? They don't know what to do with much. this. It's
4: too it's, much. It's too much. I like it. at least the other ladies are calling her out. Like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Yeah, even even her hip- hypocrisy
1: at the end there. I was like, well, if it's, if it's reverse, it's great. Then I'm yeah. okay with that. I'll fuck a white man. I don't give a shit about that. And I just want to point out that I'm not the one who's concerned about skinny blondes fucking black guys. They are, okay? Just, just so you right. know, Mike, where I'm coming from
4: here. That's how far we've come as a, as a nation. The people that look like Carl don't care. Yeah,
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm over it. It's fine. I am so sick of the topic of race. I'd love to breed it out of society if that's even possible. I, ha- I have a solution for us, Mike. Okay. What do you think about this? I think the white guys get Asians. The black sure. guys, they get the white girls. Puerto right. Rican guys, they get Mexican girls. And the Asian guys just jerk off to hentai. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not too different than what's happening now, to be honest with you. But yeah, let's speed it, all it up. seems
4: pretty good to me. I'm in. Yeah,
1: let's, let's speed this up a little bit, shall we? Because I'm just annoyed with it. We just all be fucking gray. Be fantastic. We'll find something else to I be do, pissed about, so when I guess.
4: I, when I was putting a lot of these clips together, I started to feel like I had to find white people that were insane because i realized like and maybe i'm the problem not this lady (laughs) because as i was going on i was like a lot of these clips are crazy black people what am i doing well i'll help
1: you out because (laughs) i found someone and this is a woman who is at claire foster phd on twitter okay dr foster she tweets some spicy stuff that people are interested in let me okay. read you this tweet that I saw. By the way, uh, the, the the way I found this woman is through at Clown World. And uh, at Clown World finds some, some pretty funny accounts to uh, retweet. All right. So let's see. Dr. Foster tweeted, it should be illegal to name children until they've decided on their gender pronouns. All babies should be given numbers. <laughs>
4: You know, to humanize them.
1: <laughs> well, that, that's what's so funny about it, because one of the comments underneath that was um, someone who just posted a picture of a Jew's forearm with their number on it. Like, yeah, we've tried this before. It's not, it's not great giving people numbers rather than names. <laughs> you know, oftentimes, that doesn't go well for people.
4: And keep them in cages until they can just take care of themselves. Yeah? Right. All right, so this this woman, her
1: bio on Twitter is anti extremist, myocentrist, centrist, board certified astrologist, IQ one sixty nine, Clinton Whoa. Harris twenty twenty four. So I ask you, is this woman just
4: fucking with us? That's what I have to ask about every like I doing know. this show. I'm like, I don't. Am I being fucked with? I don't I, I don't know anymore.
1: That's the problem right now. Am I getting trolled with this? because I see something like this and I think it's kind of funny that someone would think right. this way. it's it's pretty ridiculous. you know this this whole idea that genders are just decided upon at some point in your life just goes against all science. Uh, I know that's very controversial. I hope we're still up on YouTube.
4: I think it's very offensive. <laughs>
1: well, I knew you would. Mike <laughs> uh, let, me, let me show you another one of her tweets. It's another fun one that she put out just recently. She says, it is a scientific fact that communism has prevented millions from living a life of poverty. Now, here's my problem. Here's my problem with this. (laughs) What's scientific about that? It's a scientific fact that communism has prevented millions from living a life of poverty.
4: People don't know what science is anymore. Like, I like the idea of her pouring communism into a beaker and measuring it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> let me just stop. let me put in a
1: little uh, libertarianism. It explodes. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Won't do that again. That's the wrong formula. It's 100% uh, communism. It's the only science. way to go. <laughs> it's the only way to do this. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think, I think people think that if there's data you can collect, that now all of a sudden we're talking about science and just not the case. Right. Not how science works.
4: There is. I wonder, like, there there has to be a lucrative business to this because you see enough people doing it online. Where at some point, someone somewhere must have made money off of like, thinking and behaving like this.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I I think if you can be super extreme on either side, I mean, we got Alex Stein videos coming up that we'll talk about. Oh yeah. But yeah, there's there's definitely an audience for this, and and it's us. I mean, Mike, you and I are pretty lame. We're, we kind of like hang out in the middle somewhere, right. and who the fuck gives a shit about yeah, that's that?
0: Gay. That's gay. That's <laughs> yeah, so yeah. gay
1: that we, we kind of <laughs> see things from both sides and understand there's good and bad. Um, speaking of which, something that's been extremely controversial and has definitely been polarizing is this Britney Griner trade. Right now, we've brought Britney Griner back to freedom in the United States, as, as you know, sure. although I, I do have to say, she isn't out of the woods yet. She's been sentenced to four more years in the WNBA. <laughs> so, so it's not that all funny games for Brittany Griner, but let's see. What I people... do like,
4: I like the idea of questioning the trade, like from a sports perspective, yes. like putting it up. Like, like, did we get the right value for Brittany Griner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There were some, uh, there were some pretty funny
1: comments underneath this video, on, uh, on TikTok, and this is James Jefferson Jr. Yes. talking about the trade value specifically. <laughs>
0: So some people mad that we traded Brittany Griner for some dude named the Merchant of Death. Pretty much America gave up a nuclear bomb and Russia had to give up a yo-yo. That was, it, it didn't seem like a fair trade. And people upset. And I get why you upset. You should be upset, but you're wrong. You're mad at the wrong people. If The people that have tweeted our made Brittany Griner trend everyday hashtag free Britney Griner are stupid. Because why in the hell would you raise somebody's trade value Yep. In the middle of negotiations, like when a child gets kidnapped, and they got an Amber Alert, CNN, Fox News, everybody talking about them. What you think the kidnapper thinking? The kidnapper thinking, jackpot! I only wanted two thousand. Now I need two million for this little bastard. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, to played smart. Biden was ready to give her up almost immediately, but we made too much commotion. Putin was on the phone with Joe Biden every day, saying, "Hey, today's price ain't yesterday's price. Click." Yeah. So
1: some <laughs> brilliant observation. And it's so <laughs> spot on. And the funny thing is this dumb woke media wanted to make it seem like she's an important athlete to Americans, which isn't true at all. Right. And they made this way more difficult on her than it should have been.
4: Well, that's something in general that that might be a topic we have to tackle at some point, because there's this movement online among a very select group of people that like, we're sexist for not paying attention to the WNBA. Right. Like we're making the choice with our, with our penises and saying like, we don't want to watch girls play basketball, even though we're so entertained by it. Like we're ignoring it on purpose. Dude, Bill Burr had the best take on this in his latest special. I'm sure yeah.
1: you saw it <laughs> yeah, 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 where yeah. he's like, Hey ladies, Why don't you go and watch these games? Why does it have to be us? There you go. There's your league. Go watch it. Why aren't you filling the stands? This is our problem? Sorry, I don't want to watch mediocre
4: basketball, but that's you guys. Go for it. I like the idea of this guy showing up now, though, just to boo Brittany Griner. He's like, the trade sucked. What can I tell you?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I have to say the trade wasn't as bad as it seems because since Griner missed the entire WNBA season, the U.S. is forcing Russia to pay her $482 in lost wages. So it was a package deal, Mike. <laughs> now, I want to tell you, because we, we blew this whole thing up in the media, like, oh, my gosh, Brittany Griner is so important to us. If I went to the supermarket right now and asked 47 people which team Brittany Griner plays for, how many people would get it right? Zero. Out of the forty-seven, you're saying zero people would get it right. What if Not I ask fifty-two people in, in, in Rochester, people? New York? Zero. <laughs> yeah, what if I ask what if I ask fifty-seven people, Mike? Does that never change at all?
4: Do you all right, know what team one. she plays for? Uh, the the Liberty, and that's just because I that's the one I know. <laughs> that's what everyone says. That's the only one anybody knows. The, the yeah. Phoenix Mercury. Okay, I is The
1: team. That. Well, that's that's my point. That's my point. This is a guy who like listens to bars to all day. And,
4: and Actually, that's what, I should have known that just because I thought Sam Murill had a good tweet where he said, the real problem is that the Phoenix Mercury are in fourth without Brittany Griner.
1: <laughs> Which is funny, because who would know if that's true or not? No one <laughs> right. would fucking know. The season's over. We don't fucking yeah, he's know. Yeah, fucking nonsense. Up. We don't know. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because I swear we used to be smarter as a country. If Russia had Michael Jordan in 1997, we'd be smart enough to say, you know, Scottie Pippen's the real star of this team. I think the Bulls are going to be fine. You right, know, We yeah. would have played it down yeah. so we could have brought it back. <laughs> uh, then the uh, the comment underneath here that I thought was funny was, uh, only trade in the WNBA that's made the news. Ain't that, def- ain't that a fact. <laughs> All right. It's
4: the only league that exists because like we're being nice. Like the, It loses money and the NBA funds it. It's subsidized, yeah. Yeah, I know. And
1: which would be fine if all of the WNBA stars were, like, grateful. You know, wouldn't it be neat if they came out and just went, hey, I want to thank LeBron James and Kyrie Irving for (laughs) for putting out a great product. They make so much money they're able to pay us for something nobody wants to see. It's amazing. Thanks, guys.
4: They said the reason Brittany Griner was playing in Russia is because you make no money in the WNBA. So when I heard that, I thought it was like, ten thousand dollars a sure. year which yeah. it probably should be she makes like 250 grand a year yeah uh, it's, it's no money pretty insulting to most americans
1: to say <laughs> yeah. that i have to g- particularly me go to I'm, my patreon i'm, I'm not, not making, making that, <laughs> that. <laughs> i'm a quarter million dollars a year working five months a year and it's just not enough like okay yeah. well you should probably go fuck yourself with that yeah. attitude that's probably we think this way because we're
4: racist i'm guessing
1: let's find out because that is the counterpoint. <laughs> <laughs> Let's head over to uh, another TikToker who has their spicy hot take on this.
6: The fact that I keep seeing people say that Brittany Griner should have stayed in Russia and that it was a bad deal and that he should have gotten Paul Whelan proves to me that y'all are all racist. All
1: right. can yeah, well, you we hear just... that
6: James Jefferson? <laughs> Boom! Hot take! This is my problem
1: with all the shows I enjoyed on ESPN in the early two thousands. I didn't realize it was gonna to lead to everyone thinking they can film themselves and their fucking hot takes in their car, like, oh, I also have a, a hot take on this issue. Shut up. You're an idiot. I don't I don't wanna hear about it. Um, all right, let's let's by the way, she's missing one of the temples of her glasses. Not a good oh, no. look. I would have shot from the other angle. <laughs> you know what I mean? She needs a producer or someone in her ear. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else she has to say about this. All right. So if you're upset about this trade, where you have hey, this uh, this arms dealer who sold I don't know 100,000 machine guns, uh, warlords in the Africa. Of death. Yeah. The merchant. if you're if you're concerned about that guy being free again, it's because of the uh, racism, obviously.
6: Because why is a black is a white man's life more worth more than a black woman who clearly. Would in Russia have a higher chance of dying because she's black.
4: Clearly. Let's not curious, back it up with stats <laughs> or anything like that. Just just that's clearly true, yes. Does she think we're saying the merchant of death's life life is worth more?
1: <laughs> no, I think she's saying that everybody wanted us to get that other guy out. The and Marine. I should have Yeah, right, the Marine. Yeah. And I, I think the the point is, is that. You would get both of them for the Merchant of Death, right? Wouldn't I think that that's be? the idea. Yeah, yeah that would have yeah, been I a trade. deal, maybe. I don't think anyone would have complained about that. The fact that saying only no only one should one. be in a
4: Russian gulag for right. a dumb reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A
6: woman and gay. gay, and then furthermore, have y'all looked okay, into Okay, hold Paul? on. A second. I'm
4: sorry. This is I. I'm now reminded of why I picked this clip. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. She's doing this as her child is begging for attention. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, ah, don't bother Mom right now. I'm ranting at TikTok. <laughs> I'm hungry,
1: Mom. <laughs> yeah. Because she's black,
6: a woman, and gay. Gay? And then furthermore, have y'all looked into Paul Whelan? He He was a tr- a, a Putin loyalist. Like, he was discharged dishonorably from the military. Like he is not a fucking hero. The Kids only reason that y'all are sticking up for him is because he's white, and y'all homophobic and racist. That's.
1: Yeah, but can he dunk a basketball? That's my question for you. Can he I mean, do maybe a, he sucks a good dunk? dick, too? We don't know that. I don't know <laughs> that he's not gay.
6: <laughs> I just want to point
1: out that there might be more to this than race. I mean, I know this woman doesn't see anything else aside from that, but ah, it's a possibility. Sit.
6: That's it. Like, own that shit. If you're going to be racist, just own it. But, like, if you're up in arms right now and saying it wasn't a good deal, why? Why? Why?
1: Why? why? Well, that's a pretty good argument <laughs> right there, Mike. That's what I know, that I'm being outwitted. <laughs> oh, yeah? You think that? Why? Why? Why?
4: Why? Well, the oh. the first few <laughs> yeah. I wasn't really in. The last why was very powerful. I was ready to answer that. I was like, oh, she got me there. (laughs) Why is
6: why was it not a good deal? Shouldn't you just be happy that an American is no longer in Russia in prison?
4: Or is it because
6: she's not the right sexuality, gender or color? Why you can't celebrate it. And that's why you consider it not a good deal. Do better.
1: Do better. I have uh, I have news for this woman. Not only do I not care about Brittany Griner, but I also hate all women's professional sports. So it's yeah. actually worse than just the racism thing.
4: Well, and to be fair to all races, to show how little I care, I knew we were going to talk about this today. I still can't remember the other guy's name. So <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's, I'm just dumb. So <laughs> <that's laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> that's a, a very good point. So, but the do better. There's a couple things with that a do better is on my list of like internet phrases that people just need to get over like i don't know why we've decided it's okay to all talk exactly the same but i really do wish like i would love to know i don't know how old that kid is but if she was like hey mom what are you doing i would love to know the answer (laughs) Well, right, because... I'm setting people straight.
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, right, what, exactly. what I'm answer in that situation? I'm educating the internet right now, so yeah. relax.
1: <laughs> you're not that hungry. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, I want to point out real quick, I'm sorry I got distracted, David Chandler with ninety nine ninety nine on a super chat. Thank you oh very much. That guy's my favorite super chatter on the internet today. Uh, I like,
4: know you meant to send nine ninety nine, <laughs> but you're not getting it back.
1: <laughs> well, I could give it to you back after the 21st, but minus 30%. You have to thumb wrestle me (laughs) for it. All right. So this leads us to my favorite clip of the show. Mike, you have found a gem, my friend. Oh, good. Congratulations on this. This is a roast battle for the ages. This might be the future of roast battles. I think it's the future of comedy. (laughs) It might be the future of comedy. I don't want to oversell this, but it's better than 10 Super Bowls. This is handicap versus trans roast battle (laughs) yeah this is uh these are my people by
4: the way
0: i
1: I, by the way i was i was thinking the exact same thing (laughs) i was thinking about this i'm like look at mike you were you're legally blind at this point i was born club footed i think it's time for us to start clowning some trans and downs people we like right, yeah. totally have the right to do that. Team
4: disabled. <laughs> Alright. The trans have had it good for too long. <laughs> let's
1: let's get into this video.
0: You know what, guys? This isn't fair. I can't call Joe any slurs yet he gets to slur his way through this entire battle. <laughs> My speech is
3: more clear than your gender. <laughs> Robin has quit Smoky Pot because he would frequently forget what gender she
0: was. The only person who has ever f***ed Joe is God.
3: <laughs> Good point. Some say Robin belongs in the men's room. Some say the women's room. I just want her to stop crying in the handicap cell. <laughs>
4: Can I just point out how much harder these two are killing than Chad
1: Zuma? Yeah, I know. These jokes are all landing. Every single one is better than any one (laughs) of Chad's Chad's jokes that I've ever come up with. (laughs) Now, this is something I've never said before. In Chad's defense, this is a roast comics dream come true. Could you imagine? Like, okay, I made it past the first round. Who do I have next? Uh, well... There's this guy with the wig on who goes by Sheila. Alright, yeah, I, 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 I think I can handle
3: this one. <laughs> they took me away from my mother and I haven't seen her in 21 years. So, like Robin, both our mothers want their sons back. You know
1: what, guys? This is- Fucking amazing. It's Very well so- done.
4: I just love it so much because like, they're both killing, first yes. of all. And like the idea that just destroys everything that you see in the media now where it's like, don't make fun. Don't punch down. Like at least least a
1: violence, Mike, if you make a joke about a trans person, then the next thing you know, they're going to get curb stopped by Richard Ojeda. Because right. it just gets to wish people to violence, where they start laughing at a joke. They're like, no, I got to murder someone. This is so funny.
4: <laughs> now let that sink in. But <laughs> the, 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 and then they'll twist themselves into a pretzel saying, yeah, but no, the, they both uh, have uh, obstacles to overcome. And that's why it's not punching. It's like, just have a little fucking fun. Like these two people are having. Well,
1: listen, like, like stuttering John would say, you can't walk. I have a stutter. We're even let's go. You know, I, I was born uh, disabled. So I feel like I could definitely get the mix with these two. I don't see what the problem would be. Yeah,
4: it is. It is kind of fun, though, because to your point, like, it's easy to write jokes. But in 2022, if you're in a roast battle and they're like, hey, uh, you're going up against a retarded kid. (laughs) You're like, oh, come on. Right. Like, No one's filming this, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, like like Mark Norman's not hitting with these jokes. He's getting booed right. off the stage. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Joe is getting booed off the stage <laughs> with these jokes. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it's working for them. All right. So this is this next one I haven't watched yet. You sent this over after your prep. Yeah.
4: Well, so I wanted to show two people that have uh, overcome great hurdles in life. To perform great comedy to the exact opposite, and a trend that really <laughs> bothers me to the point where I said, like, I kind of want to do this every week, yeah. Because like uh, Andrew Schultz and Stavros Halkius and a lot of people on Instagram have seen like their ticket sales go way up because sorry, be- <laughs> no, you're good because uh, uh, of their Instagram and TikTok, and like they'll do crowd work and post clips of their stand up and shit like that, and it's helped their numbers. So now, like, what younger comics have done is say, oh, I need to put everything on social media. So this is a kid who was on Reddit and posted his first ever open mic. Oh, no. And I he was looking for feedback and everything. And I would say, you know, it's never bad to ask for feedback. But the reason you don't do that is because assholes on the Internet will take it and make fun of it. Right. So
1: this is on the subreddit that is stand-up with 118,000 members. And he posts, just did my first open mic. Here's one of the bits. I have no idea what I'm doing out there, but I hope you like it. Feedback and critique is definitely welcome and appreciated. Now, I don't believe any of that. I don't think he would have posted (laughs) this
4: video if he's like, "Ah, I don't know. What am I up to? I I have no idea. He's proud of this. You're not like, hey, this sucks. Yeah, right. And listen, he's looking for feedback. That's good. That's what you should be doing. But this lives forever now. You fucking idiot! (laughs) And now we're gonna make fun of it. Why are you making us do this?
1: All right. Well, I've not watched this yet, so I'm excited to see what's up.
7: It's pretty good. To be about twenty or thirty years older than me. It's like, what was it like to be born in the 1970s? To mom. She's like, hey, kid, you're up too late. Why are you still watching TV? You better go to bed. The boogeyman's going to get you. You're like, when I was a kid, it was in the 90s, so I was scared as fuck of the boogeyman. But you're a kid in the fucking 70s. You're like, dude, mom, the boogeyman's going to get me? Fuck, yeah. I got fucking Saturday night fever. I'm looking under my bed, and it's like, John fucking Travolta? Fuck, yeah. Fucking John Travolta's under my bed. Can I get an autograph? Like,
8: nah, we're just here fucking boogie. Okay,
1: so I understood the connection he was making with Boogie and John Travolta, but then he had to actually go out and say it at the end like, just so you guys know. The reason why I'm connecting these concepts, 70s it's also boogie, a pretty loose
4: connection. It's very you loose. Know, like, I, I was Travolta's analyzing under in your real bed time. Now
1: I was trying to figure out what. Yeah, I know. I was trying to figure out where he was going with that. Like, why would people in the 70s like the boogeyman? Oh, because that was a term they used for dancing, and
4: there was a movie that John Travolta. Jesus yeah. Christ! It just it's a problem like with my generation and younger that everything you do. You're, you feel like you're ready for the professional world. So even yeah. if this guy doesn't think it's a fully formed bit, he's like, but there's something there, right? Right, everyone? Huh? The, the, here's the issue.
1: And actually, I listened to Jim Norton explain this on the Opie and Anthony show many years ago. And it's what a lot of these people who start doing comedy and even guys like Bert Kreischer still do wrong. They don't understand where the punchline is, so they're like throwing <laughs> out things, and then they just keep like saying more stuff and more stuff. It's like you, it's gotta land somewhere. At some point, you need to land on it and right. and either move on or tag it or something. But like that never
4: landed anywhere, right? Which again <laughs> is a perfectly tolerable mistake to make your first time sure. doing stand up, or even you know six months in or whatever. Sure. But then to go to the internet and be like, <laughs> "What do you guys think? About what this? do you think, everybody?" Hmm? <laughs> I'm accepting praise now. (laughs) Well, I wonder what the comments are like under here.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, yuck. You're already a hero for being up there. And an open mic? I can't think of something that's easier to do to set up for a fucking open mic. I'm more impressed with people who do karaoke
4: than fucking open mic. Are you kidding me? This is the problem, and this is where people are going to call us old men. But it's like sometimes you don't need support. Sometimes you need like, yeah. hey man, that fucking sucked. You <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like,
1: why don't you spend a little more time in front of the mirror and then get up in <laughs> yeah. front of other people, you dummy? Uh, then, the, then that person says that joke was asking a lot of your audience. <laughs> asking a lot. Of, so, so that joke was too smart for the audience. Is that what the problem was, Mike? I missed that. <laughs> yeah, it was too highbrow. <laughs> too really. highbrow. Yeah,
4: for the audience to understand. Okay. I think a Travolta reference in 2022, that's what it is. It's too smart. Too smart. Yeah, you're asking too much. These people are going to have to know things like
1: movies that came out in the 70s <laughs> that are still extremely popular today. Might be very difficult for people to understand that. All right. Speaking of people who don't understand what funny is, I was checking out Greg Opie Hughes's TikTok. Because right. he talks about this. And, and I was just doing a review of Opie yesterday. And he was talking about how he's been doing a lot of streaming on TikTok recently. Yes. Because when he goes out on the street, that's the only thing he's able to stream to for some reason.
4: Which so, I don't get I heard you saying that. I don't yeah. understand it. I don't understand it either. The other apps work in the in the <laughs> I can't believe I have to say this. In the street.
1: <laughs> well, maybe it's because Opie has a certain level of audio quality that no, no, that's not it. <laughs> Maybe it's because Opie has this idea of what the video should... Li- no, no, no. I, don't, I can't figure it <laughs> out either, Mike. doesn't make any sense to me. So this is Opie. This is one of the videos he posted on TikTok recently. You know, like in, when you're in New York... They'll have photos in a restaurant. They'll have photos of celebrities that have been at the restaurant. It's usually like with the owner or something. Right. And some of them are famous and have a wall full of celebrities. Others have a couple. But they're like, hey, look at this guy was here. That's pretty cool, right? So this one, Opie's not even in the restaurant. He's outside on the street. And he notices that there's a photo of Sylvester Stallone on the side of this. And so Opie's got... You know, a quip or two.
4: Obviously, hilarity ensues. I For think. this one, of course. Yeah. You got the Sly
8: Stallone. Of course, every picture he takes, he has to put out that stupid fist. It's his thing. It must be embarrassing. You got the yeah, Sly that's what's Stallone. embarrassing
4: yeah. that's happening right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, the nine-second video, his whole hot take was, wow, he has to ball his fist because he played a boxer. In Rocky, one of the biggest movie franchises of all time. How embarrassing. The movie yeah. that he wrote and started that became a giant sensation. They made seven more of them. How embarrassing for Sylvester Stallone. Nothing, i filming this for TikTok. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's <laughs> no. the one who should be embarrassed by
4: this. Not the 60 year old man on TikTok. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll be calling out anything talented celebrities do as embarrassing is one of the funniest things he's ever said, for sure. You wonder about embarrassing. Listen to the hashtags he uses for this oh, video. God. Hashtag Rocky. Hashtag Fist. Hashtag Celebrity. Hashtag Celebrity Photos. Hashtag Sylvester Stallone. Hashtag For You. Hashtag FYP. It's too many. It's the, not how the algorithm works, Opie. Don't you know? He uses hashtags like it's 2008 still. He doesn't understand why, why people use hashtags. Hashtag Fist. That's not what people are looking for. Fist is a weird. Yeah, that might
4: get some different results.
1: <laughs> it's really stupid. And he has that FYP on all of his videos.
4: I should probably figure out why. For you post, is that what it it means? I believe so. Yeah. What is that? Or mean? For you page, something like that. So the for you page on TikTok. This is where I can walk Grandpa Carl thank through social you, sir. media. Thank you. That's what comes John up. John Axer, Carl. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, so the idea is that he will land on everyone's for you page because he's hashtagged it. Uh, that's not always the case, but that's the goal. Anyways. I'm guessing that's rarely the case. If yeah, I had pretty to guess. much. because yeah, everyone does it.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Well, we couldn't check out Opie on social media without his hot take on Joe Rogan. Oh So this is another recent video that he posted where he's going to call out our buddy uh, Joe Rogan.
4: Can I make a guess real quick? Is he not at all jealous of Joe Rogan? Is he going (laughs) to mention that? You know what? This actually is
1: interesting because Opie takes a stand right here that is so insane. I I, I mean, even for Opie, I was like,
8: oh, I wasn't (laughs) expecting that. All right. Yeah. This is going to piss off a lot of you but i gotta say it. there's no one
4: really bigger than joe rogan
8: don't
1: you love when people call their shots like that this is gonna be a little spicy for some of you folks now ladies and gentlemen
4: i'm pretty edgy so you're gonna want (laughs) to buckle up
1: (laughs) i hope you realize you're on the edge lord's tiktok right now (laughs) this is
8: gonna be crazy this is gonna piss off a lot of you but i gotta say it there's no one really bigger than joe rogan the reach he has he has a real opportunity to really who would that piss off Oh, no, 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 no. This is just setting it up.
1: No, 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 no. He's just setting up what Joe Rogan's Uh, doing wrong because he's got this huge platform. And, Mike, there's so much good he could be doing in the world with this platform. come on. (laughs) I know. know. You never would have expected this angle. It's
8: hilarious. (laughs) Joe Rogan, the reach he has. He has a real opportunity to really use his uh, platform to try to bring more people together. But instead, he just falls in line with all the other garbage people that wants to
4: do this whole us against them. I'm in shock. Are you gonna be okay, Mike? Holy shit! I'm, I'm in stunned disbelief. <laughs> I know. Hey, let me stomp this homeless guy's cake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's precisely what I was gonna say when we got when we got done with this video. Is that Opie used to have a platform, and did he ever try to bring people together? I don't remember Opie. Yeah. He was the
4: destroyer, not the healer. Right? Oh, the guy with the world's <laughs> largest toothpick models is in. Let me smash it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, he used to, like, spray mustard
1: on people. Like, What was the story? He was, like, spraying mustard out the window or something, just hitting people with it? Not a, I don't know not about a great that. guy. I know they used,
4: to spray, they used to spray intern David with liquid shit and make him go into convenience stores. <laughs> <Right>.
8: <laughs> <laughs> shit. You're never going to convince half of America that what your side believes in is the way to be. And now you got to convince what, 50% of America to think just like you? It's never going to happen. We're just going to see Boy, keep and that's doing powerful stuff. Is he saying this, over this over country's
4: divided?
1: Yeah. Middle of the road Opie, once again, <laughs> saying, hey guys, guess what? Some people think this way, some people think the other way. It yeah, is usually somewhere in the middle.
8: <laughs> it's like one of those tug of wars where it's boring because, like, like the, you see the, the ribbon in the middle of the rope, and it's like,
3: oh, they're winning. Oh, my God. Oh, no, we're winning.
8: No one's going to pull the other side across the line ever. I guess if it makes you feel better that you can beat up your sister-in-law over politics at Thanksgiving, maybe, maybe, what? maybe
3: that's good. I
4: don't know. Where did that go to? Holy shit. That's, the fact they said sister-in-law sounds awfully specific <laughs> yeah, yeah you think so <laughs> that voice he makes too i wonder if that's how she talks because
1: he goes <laughs> to that voice quite a bit so what's so pathetic about this is that open doesn't know anything about joe rogan he obviously doesn't listen to his show all joe rogan ever does is give his own opinions that are actually pretty thoughtful and that he can back up with sound rationale and
4: Joe Rogan's a middle of the road
1: guy. <laughs> he's very middle of the road. That's that's what's so crazy about this whole thing yeah. is, Opie's got it in his mind that I don't know if he's like an extreme right winger or what Opie thinks that Joe Rogan's out there trying to convince people. But that's because the news media was trying to say that Joe's telling you to take ivermectin. Joe never told anyone to do that. He goes, "That's what my doctor told me to take, and I did, and I feel better now." Is all he ever did.
4: Yeah. But I if mean, you use didn't... your platform. Use your platform for good. Now, here's an old clip of me shoving a wiffle ball bat up a girl's pussy. <laughs>
1: What's crazy about this whole thing is that him and Joe used to be friendly with each other. They've done each other's shows. Opie
4: was on the Joe Rogan experience at one point. Joe Rogan, I would say to an annoying extent, to the point where, like, I've heard it too many times, has credited Opie and Anthony uh, for the success of his podcast. He says he modeled after Opie and Anthony because it was just a hang. The show format. Yes. he says it. He says it a nauseating amount. So God. he credits Opie all the time. David Shannon with another ninety nine ninety nine. Thank
1: you, David Shannon. Oh, Holy Lord. shit, you're the man. I appreciate that.
4: This guy is funneling drug money in here or something. <laughs> That's fine. I, uh, I'll take it. <laughs> However, you need to launder <laughs> your money, sir.
1: We're happy to help you with that. But the fact that these two guys know each other, Opie and Joe Rogan, and Opie's going so hard at Joe over nonsense. Yeah. I would love to see Joe Rogan confront Opie. You know, quickly Opie would back down. Like, could you imagine Joe's like, I'll come on your show. You come on my show. Let's talk about this. You're putting oh, all this shit Joe, about me. I'm just
4: saying, you know. Oh, come on, Joe. Hey,
1: remember back in the day? I know. I, there's a guarantee Opie wouldn't, because he's talking out his ass. Yeah. For attention. This is the guy who was circling around the streets of Manhattan, begging Joe to come on his podcast. And he's obviously butthurt that Joe never acknowledged that. Well, he did on Anthony's show, which was even funnier. But uh, this this is Opie who's lashing out at Joe Rogan for not a good reason. It's not
4: a good look. Well, it's what they used to do with Howard Stern back in the day. And because he had Anthony with him, there was a little more edge and humor to it. And now he's using the same tactic with the biggest guy, but he doesn't know how to do it. So he's taking the same side as everyone else in the media saying, you know, Joe, why don't you use your platform for good? Also, when
1: Opie was railing on Howard Stern, he had a national morning radio show. So I don't right. know if he had as many of the listeners as Howard did, but you could at least say that he's on the same plane. He's, there, there, there's a playing field here that they're both on together. Yeah.
4: Well, f- even even when they were on NEW, Stern was number one in the mornings and ONA were number one in the afternoon. Right. So literally
1: they were pretty even. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and that's why this is so lame and it's just lost on everyone it's not unlike Chad Zubach talking about how myself or the Steel Toe Morning Show are lame. It's like we are the people who watch us and listen to us are thousands of times more than you. What do you mean? Like, when, uh, He's winning because he's not addressing you guys <laughs> he's by addressing you guys. Yeah. yeah, I know. He talks yeah, about us every chance he gets. Yeah, you're winning winning
4: if you dox someone's fucking children and say you want to fuck their wife.
1: (laughs) She's such a loser. Anyway, I didn't want to get us off on that. One more thing from Opie. And this is Opie. We know that he has a scooter that he rides around Manhattan. That's his main mode of transportation. And now for me... I wouldn't want to be caught on a scooter. I think that would be embarrassing. If there okay. was a video that existed of me on a scooter, I would pay two thousand dollars to have it wiped from the internet. I'd go to <laughs> reputation.com. You have and to say, call this David
4: Shannon guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah <don't laughs> or let Chandler, anybody, or whatever his name is.
1: Don't let anybody see this. So this is Opie filming from his scooter, and he's in the wrong here. He's blocking traffic. And I don't know why he thinks that this is good content.
4: Okay.
8: Watch it back, guys. Watch it back. I got you, bro. Big fan, guys.
3: Big fan. Another like. <laughs> ah! Oh, my
8: God. I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. Watch it back. Guys. That's it. That's it. There's a cop Ooh, telling him. man. Th- there's a, a bus coming up behind Opie. There's a cop yelling, hey, buddy, watch out behind you. And it was like, hey, man, big fan. What's up? Is saying he's a big fan of this guy
4: or cops in general? I think NYPD
1: he was talking about. but What a condescending asshole. You think? (laughs) And then it turns into, oh, shit, there's a bus that's going to run me over. I should probably listen to the person
4: telling me to watch my back. I (laughs) would love to talk to Opie. I would love to, like, interview Opie, but I don't know if there would be any getting through to him, you know? Right.
1: No, Opie's one of those guys that would just – declare you a hater immediately and then talk about like
4: i've worked on myself and
1: and then you talk about all those accomplishments like oh what have you done i was on a number one morning show right (laughs) which by the way the further you get away from your accomplishments the more lame those accomplishments seem you've worked you've worked at radio stations and there's, there's a sales organization in there and in sales you're only as good as yesterday Like, it doesn't matter what you did in Q1 of 2019. Like, I know, you're a salesperson of the quarter. That's very impressive.
4: That was a good Q1, though. (laughs) That was a good Q1
1: for us. (laughs) The problem is, the reason why we're letting you go is because you haven't made a sale in three months, (laughs) Opie. It's not good. All right, you picked up on this guy, Orlando King, and I'm sorry we're just bouncing around. I know we need to have segments, we need to have stingers. I'm again, we want
4: more of a structure, which is why I brought this guy to the table. I think yes, which, but, but again,
1: this is why I'm I'm asking people to please help us out, send in your stingers. I need one for my my Facebook feed uh, review segment, but also this guy, Orlando King. Do you want to set this up at all?
4: So I just found him randomly, basically like the same way I brought up uh, Darren Ravel last week. He's another candidate that I have that I think maybe he could be a guy we follow and monitor going forward. I think he's a little unhinged and probably schizophrenic. I found him randomly and I wound up scrolling through his videos, and I think he's a interesting character i guess you could say
1: all right let's let's check it out here's his TikTok. here
7: i don't want to get canceled down the line so i'm just gonna go ahead and expose myself here's all the fucked up things that i've ever done that could potentially get me canceled i didn't have money growing up so every time i'd go to the mosque i'd steal from the donation box i set a homeless man on fire in high school I know okay. the PC police is going to come knocking soon. <laughs> I kidnapped an exchange student because he owed me money. I lured him into my house pretending that I just wanted to play. And then I held him in my basement for three days until his father paid me from China.
1: The pre- it's too bad that Key and Peel aren't still together because these would be great ideas for some hilarious sketches in the, in the future.
4: That's where I so I tried to figure it out. I was like, "Is he being? Is he trying to be funny?" Yes. Well, the more yeah. videos I watch, I think he might be like deranged. Like I think he, these things definitely didn't happen. I think right. there's a chance he thinks they did. Oh, oh wow! Okay, I didn't expect that. <laughs> That's I was, my theory. I watched I could I a be few wrong. of these
1: videos. I I thought he was just. A uh, pretty funny comic, but all I can't right.
4: tell. He could be like a uh, what's the kid's name, Lorenzo Ariola. <laughs> yeah, be like like that. he could be like
1: a L- Lorenzo kind of guy who's yeah. funny almost <laughs> in spite his father of himself. paid
7: me from China. The principal threatened to have me expelled, so I told the police that he molested me. An investigation was opened on him, and it was later revealed that he did, in fact, not molest me, but his reputation got ruined from there on. He now coaches kids' soccer. The local convenience store was run by a Mexican man who wouldn't sell me cigarettes because I was too young. So I called the immigration office and got him deported.
1: So I think it's interesting. He conveniently left out the part where he stole all those credit cards. And went around on a uh, a spending spree. He left that part out of the story, out of the confession. Yeah, but he talked
4: about it a while ago, so you're not supposed to bring it up anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've already addressed that in my stand-up. Oh, okay. Well, then, well, then that's fine. Um, I, honestly, this is what – if Chad – ever admitted everything he's actually done, not just the shit he's been arrested for, yeah, if he went through yourself. and just said everything he's actually done, even something he's gotten away with, th- it would be hilarious. I mean, he's not, this is obviously satire, but that right. would actually be Chad's best bit if he just right. did that. I'd watch that on a repeat.
4: Yeah, like, this guy seems endearing
1: and kind of charming. He does, <laughs> yeah. I kind of like all of these crimes, especially the one where he
4: kidnapped the Chinese exchange student. It's, that is definitely the best crime, yeah.
1: <laughs> One of the funnier ones. <laughs> like he would get away with that. <laughs> my mom was so pissed. <laughs> all right, this is uh, he's talking about uh, the neighborhood gang where he grew up.
7: The biggest gang in my neighborhood was run by a guy with Down syndrome. We called him Fubar because he was fucked up beyond all repair. Now, the people in the community originally didn't think anything of it. They're like, oh, he has Down syndrome, let him. But eventually, shit got bad. He would only recruit other people with Down syndrome. So you'd see a group of Down syndrome drug dealers coming at you saying, hey, give me all your money. But make no mistake about it. Fuvar was a fucking genius. And these Down syndrome guys are the strongest people you'll ever meet. They would selectively take down corners of each neighborhood until they controlled the whole city. A huge gang war broke out between the Mexicans and the Downies. (laughs) Hubar, after two long years, wiped out all the Mexicans. Eventually, he died due to a SWAT raid. They fucking raided his house, threw a flashbang in the jacuzzi, which gave him a seizure and killed him. The poor guy had epilepsy. That was his weakness. If it wasn't for that, he'd be Pablo Escobar. The biggest gang... This
1: guy's like um, the Jack Handy of our times. He could really tell a story, can he? He certainly can. I just like the
4: way he talks. I like listening I to his too. voice.
1: I like that he says uh, the drug dealers would go around and ask you for money. That's not what drug <laughs> dealers do. Like, hey, I'm a drug dealer. Give me all your money. Like, well, give me some of your drugs. That, that, <laughs> that's Got- the exchange.
4: Guys like this on TikTok are very interesting, though, because obviously he's like being silly and ridiculous. Yeah. But I scrolled through all his videos, and they're all like this. So at a certain point, I was genuinely like, is he just like an autistic kid that's making up stories? Because there's no promotion of like stand-up or sketches that he does or anything. It's all these videos. Yeah, you might know better than I do. I watched this and just thought immediately that it was
1: uh, pretty hilarious. I mean, he
4: has a shit ton of followers, so whatever he's doing, it's working for him. There
1: was also a comment under this video that was really funny. Suspect is Downs. Repeat, Suspect is Downs. (laughs) thought that was pretty good um all right and then we have uh one more video from this fine gentleman orlando king that's uh king with a a y if you're looking for him on tiktok and uh this is him talking about other people's perception of your girlfriend
7: don't let other people's perceptions of your partner affect how you feel about them people are always going to be coming into your life judging how your partner looks but that doesn't matter All that matters is how you think they look. For example, everyone comes and tells me, yo, your girlfriend's so beautiful, she's gorgeous. And I'm just sitting here like, what the fuck? She's ugly. She is super ugly. The only reason I'm with her is because she's so ugly. I know she can't cheat on me. So why are you guys lying to me? You're telling me she's hot? I'm going to break up with her. Is that true that ugly girls can't cheat on you? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're not. Al- it's not
1: allowed. Uh, that's something they should probably add to your uh, Plenty of Fish profile. Can't possibly <laughs> cheat on you. Like, all right, well, she's ugly, but at least i have to go through heartache again, so that's good. I like
4: the judges deciding that. They're like, yeah, yeah she is less than a six, so yeah, no, she can't cheat.
1: Does this guy think ugly girls don't get hit on? <laughs> Has he ever been to a college party? <laughs> ugly girls are actually usually more popular because they'll actually put out. Right. Yeah, they you probably know? fuck way more. <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll throw up and still suck your dick afterwards, whereas Hodgson would be like, oh, my, my day's done. I'm throwing up in the toilet. This is it for me. <laughs> so I disagree with that premise, but still fun, though. I like that guy.
4: I don't he's, know what he,
1: to, to make of him. I think he's funny, though.
4: Neither do I, really. That's why I wanted to at least bring him to the table and see what everyone thought. But Okay.
1: Do we need to talk about my, my boy, uh, Primetime Alex Stein 99 versus Dave
4: Portnoy? Yeah, so I... N- I need to figure this out because I I think I kind of like what Alex Stein's doing, but in general, like I don't find him funny and I'm not saying that in a way like, fuck you Alex Stein. I'm saying like, I just don't get it. Like I don't get his popularity. So Alex Stein has balls, right? Oh, that's the other thing. I think he's very smart. Like this was smart to do. I just don't get like the humor. Okay. Understood. I think it's more of like an Ali G. I, this is how I
1: interpret what Alex Stein does, and I'm a fan of his. And, and as you know, he's been on my show a few times. Uh, I'm friends with him. I like him a lot. But what he does is he behaves in a way that he forces other people to react, and he captures right. that on video. Similar to like an Ali G, whereas it's not Ali G that's funny. It's what the, how the person reacts to him that is the comedy yeah. Right? Does that make sense?
4: Yeah. I knew this would be tough because Carl, not just is Carl friends with them, I listened to that episode. It was very flirty. Carl was like all Twitter. (laughs) Like, oh, Alex. Honestly,
1: (laughs) this is so lame. I've never once. Okay, maybe one other time, but I never ask for selfies with people. Like, hey, can we take a photo? When I was at the content house at Alex Steichel, I was like, holy shit, Alex. And Alex, I, a... I never do this. But <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't mind, said that take a too. picture me, I'm, 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 me. into
4: the broom closet for I'm a minute. I'm next to
1: Anthony Coombe, I'm like, anyway, you're the biggest celebrity here. Can we take a photo together, please? <laughs> All right. So let's see what, what launched this whole thing. I, I find this video, we don't have to get through the whole thing. I find this to be a little bit of a yawner but it
3: the, has to do uh, Francis with Ellis. Thing. Francis
4: Ellis. I find it interesting. Yeah. Just from the perspective, a uh, perspective of it getting out there, because like the cameras are rolling. This is after a show Barstool does daily called the rundown. Yep. And they just left the cameras up and people caught it, but they even make, they make a joke where I'm like, how did you fuck this up?
7: Yeah. And it was like, so let you read it. I know, but, uh, But what if they offered you not just a a segment, but what if they're like, Francis, we want you to do the 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock hour.
1: So they're talking about Fox News right now. He was just on Hannity, I think.
7: Yeah. I like
4: his answer, by the way, because the 8 o'clock to 9, that's like Tucker's show. (laughs) Right, yeah. So he's like, well, you know, if I was paid $35 million to replace Tucker Carlson, I guess I'd have to consider it. (laughs) It's kind of a dumb question, yeah. (laughs)
1: Well, yeah, I mean, then that would be, I'd have to have a conversation with Dave for sure. Like, hey, I have a full-time job being offered to me, Fox News. Yeah. No, but I look, I got home, I talked to my wife about it, because I was disappointed in myself. Nah, nah. And she was like, let's be honest. Like, do you want to be
3: working with these fucking people? She was like, I watched the rest of his show and, like, the stuff that he... He's a fucking joke. This is still part of the rundown. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, he's...
1: That's the joke you're talking about. Yeah, it's wild that yeah. they're like,
4: oh, it's still rolling, yeah, and it well, was. Yeah, how, how did no one there? catch that? And then it does get out there. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> oh, but you. they go on for a little <laughs> while longer. But they I feel like do. I, I, we don't you have get to the play gist it. of it.
1: You get the gist of it. Basically, what he says is that Fox is trafficking, ha- trafficking in, in hate, and he shits on Hannity as well as Tucker Carlson.
4: And meanwhile, he goes on. Like he, I, I will say, like he is fucking around when he goes on there. Yeah. But it's weird to like keep going on there while also saying they're trafficking and hate you know it's kind of a weird d- decision to make but he goes on there that gets pretty big online and alex stein sees a way to capitalize on that and that's where i'm like i think he's smart yeah my main issue with alex stein is like when i hear him on podcasts he seems very like frantic and i don't get what <laughs> yeah. the joke is like is he a good podcast well, guest. I don't know.
1: I mean, he got he got picked up by the Blaze. He's going to have his own show starting he hosts uh, his own next show. year. He's going to be hosting his own show on the Blaze, so we'll see.
4: Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, there's something to it because he's got a huge audience, but I just don't get it but he is smart with like the shit that he did at barstool headquarters all
1: right so basically what alex stein decided was that because he's a big fan of tucker he's been on tucker's show many times he likes to say that he's tucker's biological son because they do have some (laughs) resemblance to each other although they are probably not that far apart in years so well maybe they are i what do i know so uh, so, Alex I got very upset about this with Barstool in general. You know, it, it really came back to this Francis Ellis, but he decided to take it out on Dave Portnoy, who's the sure. face of Barstool. So the first video you sent me is a reaction from the show that was happening at Barstool
4: Sports yeah. when so Alex if you walk in came into the building. If you walk in the Barstool headquarters, I assume this is where this is. The old uh, Barstool radio studio is right there, and it's like a glass studio, so you can see the entrance. So these people are seeing just like a commotion happening while they're doing their show. Right. Oh, this yeah. just
1: oh we had someone getting got booted. We had, we had a homeless guy and a... Whoa. All right. Homeless guy and a vlogger. Holy fuck. By the way, Barstool is the only place they still use the word vlogger. <laughs> oh, look at this guy. He's just a vlogger. All right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that does seem... Di- I didn't even yeah. realize that
4: the first time I watched Well,
1: it. no, because honestly, it's the only time I ever hear that term brought up is when I'm listening to something that's related to to Barstool, whether it's uh, yeah. Alex from Color Daddy. Oh, I was a vlogger. And then, were you?
4: Okay. It's weird to make that determination so quickly, though. Like, ah, there's a vlogger and a homeless man.
1: <laughs> right. Well, maybe it's because he's got his uh, camera out on a selfie stick.
4: I Maybe mean, oh, that's what okay. gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when, you sighted Alex... guys you know all the ins and outs. Yeah,
1: when Alex Side is broadcasting, he makes it pretty clear that you are. Okay. Being... this is all going down on video.
5: Yeah, love it. Get him, Ebony, Ebony, Ebony. It's... Ebony,
7: Ebony. Get the cameras on it. just
4: listening to this as a podcast? Or like, what and the spider. fuck is going on? Oh,
7: forget my dude, Spider.
4: I don't yeah, get yeah, paid. I, I don't Andrew get Andrew paid. Yeah, so
1: basically, if if you're listening to the show, and we have had some complaints about people who say that it's not the best to listen to, we're going to do a better job. I promise you that. (laughs) So they're looking through the windows here. and It's a glass wall. And so they're watching this commotion in the main foyer right here where it's Alex Stein and a, um, I would say, an overweight black gentleman who's shirtless. Actually, the only thing he's wearing (laughs) is pants that almost fall off. And um, they're being, like, wrestled. (laughs) <laughs> the security's coming in, and whoever works there is coming in and wrestling these guys to get them out of there.
8: Enough everyone, and Cody, in
7: everyone, and Al, fucking get them. I'll, I'll host Pick Central Do by myself. Do not get paid this enough to
8: get myself involved in that.
7: This is Megan Nunes.
5: Um, you know, we're here, talk some sports.
8: I believe that guy is
4: a TikTok.
8: I've seen him on TikTok. I think the worst Luna thing Jake that could have happened like.
4: to the show is leaving this girl in charge of <laughs> broadcasting. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so maybe we shouldn't have watched that video. It's not the best version. (laughs) Let's go right to what Alex Stein actually captured as they were going into Barstool headquarters to cause a scene. That's the thing he's good at. Oh, oh, come on. Just. I got a warning to watch this video for a second there. Oh, no. (laughs)
3: Hey, I'm looking for Dave Portnoy. Like, Come on, Dontarius. Dontarius. It's prime time. Come on, Dontarius. I brought my wife's
1: boyfriend in here. Come on, guys. Where's so he's calling actually, that's this... That's kind of funny. He's calling this <laughs> man his wife's boyfriend who's coming in with him. Where's Dave Where's Dave? Where's Dave?
3: Where's Dave? Where's Dave?
4: Where's Dave? I'm with my
3: wife's boyfriend. Coming I mean,
1: obviously they know this is going to cause a commotion. Coming yeah. in here yelling, where's Dave? Yeah. Well, so
4: here's 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 my thing now is like I can say like, hey, I don't necessarily get everything Alex Stein does. Yeah. But Barstool got super popular when they went to NFL headquarters and camped out there and got that's, arrested. That's true. So yes. it was wild to watch people like see Alex Stein do this and clutch their pearls and be like, that's a great. How point. could he? How could he do this? Why would he? I don't understand. Right, and it's not like Alex Stein had like a bigger
1: mission in mind. Like he wasn't going to actually storm fucking around. Up yeah. to Dave's office <laughs> and demand so you know, he was hoping that this wouldn't happen exactly the way that's happening here.
4: He's turned to me. Fuck it. In the midst of this conversation <laughs> yeah, I'm an Alex pretty, Stein. Fan. It's pretty funny. <laughs> and by the
1: way, this has made the rounds. We're not the first people to show this video. This is all over Certainly. the place. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's it's worked. <laughs>
3: On your podcast, Francis Ellis, don't make fun of Tucker Carlson. Francis, do not make fun of Tucker. Do not make fun of Tucker in prime time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, can I tell you what? It, what makes Alex Stein funny? And I'm just remembering as I'm watching this. The yeah. more angry people get that he's interacting with, the more he laughs in their faces. And it gets people so flustered. They're like, why are you taking this seriously?
4: I'm upset. You should be upset, too. And he never is. I I don't know why. Maybe just your uh, girlish titter when Alex is around has influenced (laughs) me. But when I watched this by myself, I was like, ah, this is fucking stupid. I'm enjoying this now. Oh, my God. This is pretty funny. We're going to have to have
1: meeting notes after this episode as
4: you talk about how much I flirt with Alex Stein. (laughs) There's a a little flirtation going on.
3: (laughs) This is the
4: same
1: video from a different angle. So his uh, wife's boyfriend just got laid out flat and his pants almost (laughs) fell off. It's pretty impressive. I don't know how they stayed on, to be honest with you. You can see his whole ass.
4: Is there a backstory to that, him being his wife's boyfriend?
1: I'm sure there is. I I wish I I knew the answer to that. Someone will tell us. Someone like David Chandler can tell us in the chat, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Do not make fun of it. So uh, this is, by the way, Charlie's put in the chat. Portnoy said he'd shoot them. Yeah, I did see that video where Dave was on a show right after this, maybe the next day or something, saying that these people come into my house, I will shoot them. I'll shoot them dead <laughs> because that's <laughs> which what I'm is a, a funny, a say. funny
4: response. But again, yeah. and this is the the issue I had when Portnoy and Alex Stein got into it the first time. Where it's like, don't you see? He's doing—he's the new you, essentially. He's doing all right. the shit you did a few years ago. You know, correct? Yeah. The
1: Alexei isn't making shitty watches that cost twenty-four hundred dollars a piece, <laughs> but other than that, <laughs>
4: <laughs> but with the with the right business moves, he will be right, in ten yeah. years. I might recommend that to him. I, I might be yeah. DMing him later tonight. Yeah.
3: your podcast Francis Ellis don't make fun of Tucker Carlson Francis do not make fun of Tucker do not make fun of Tucker it's
1: Brad time yeah. <laughs> he's acting so as he's getting thrown out of here he's acting like someone in a mosh pit at the Mighty Mighty Boston's concert they're just like whoa
4: <laughs> he's having way too much fun this whole thing yeah and I I I do think that was honestly like smart of him to do because yeah. also he makes Barstool look kind of silly because yeah. like they're getting offended by oh, it yeah I, I actually want to play this video because there's a few
1: people who get very worked up and want to like start punching this guy now there's multiple cameras filming all of this not a good time to get violent in my opinion right. but what do I
3: know you guys <laughs> I'm not afraid of you, you little worm Invite me on your podcast and invite me. Me and Tony We got something to say about it. Where are you at, Dave? Where are you at, buddy?
4: So I think there's some by truth the way, to the this. Answer, he's, he's in Miami, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, he's nowhere near the office. <laughs> so I think there's
1: some truth to this that uh, Alex was invited on Dave's podcast and then disinvited.
4: Yes. So I think yeah. that's
1: part of this uh, fake
4: outrage that he has. Yeah,
1: yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Yo, we're you. not scared, Yo,
3: Dave! You. We're not scared! Come on, Dave! Where are you at, no, Dave? No, come on! We're not do scared! Do it, guys! No, do it! Not you know you guys are scared of Dave They don't I want any of this! Let's go, they don't want any of this! Step to man! oh, they're so strong! Right. Right. Barcelona Sports, look at this! They won't do it, Dave! Where are you at? Where are you at, Dave? We're you we're at! man! Come on! Come on out, Frank. Come on out, Frank. Are you scared, Frank? Come on. Come on out. Come on. Come on. Guys, this is it. I'm a plant-based pimp. Dave, you're a coward. I'm here. I mean you're freaking Don't talk about what you're oh, yeah. like that Don't talk about what yeah. you're you like that, the you're doing, that. What the fuck are you
5: doing nigga What scared, fuck are you doing bitch no. What are you what doing? do not talk, talk no. about Boy
1: you that Get the fuck out oh, of here I'm so scared Get the fuck out of here Alright a woman just showed up Who's very uh, outraged By this whole scene <laughs> And she wants to Punch Alex side in the face And people are Pulling her away From him right now
3: <laughs> He would love that <laughs> We're going to leave But where's Dave Where's Dave Where's Dave at? Yeah, because he's a coward. Okay. Well, he invited me on his podcast. You know that. Oh, you know who I Okay, well, Dave knows. He invited him on his podcast. And he's a coward. And then he unadvised me. I'm just saying. And then Francis Ellis making fun of Tucker Carlson. Nobody makes fun of my biological father, Tucker Carlson. So tell Francis. Oh,
1: it's more punching. Just knocked you know, the this is funny
3: this phone is out of his, I his two hand. Angles of this whole- All right. I know. I know. You're so, you're so cool. You're just sitting my right camera. That's so All right. Cool. All right. What you,
5: saying- what you saying, though? What you saying, I'm
3: though? What you saying, though? I'm right here. saying, though?
1: This is a different woman who wants a piece of Alex now. And she's being held back. But it's There's not going to. tough
4: people at Barstool were yeah. like.
1: Well, only the women for some reason. The women are like, I'll punch this guy. Well, yeah, because he's not going to punch you back, obviously. I'm I'm
3: doing I'm doing <laughs>
1: oh, oh, it crazy. It crazy. They just slapped him in the face Right there <laughs> And even the guy who's trying to break it up Is now starting to giggle a little bit You can see he realizes how funny this all is Go in the, go go in the elevator Don't touch me Get the fire elevator Get the
3: fire elevator Get huh? yes, the fucking elevator up. Come go back and that's your fucking up. ass uh, bitch. Yeah you guys look like Real classy people Martial sports good one
4: <laughs> all right all right Alex turned me I came into this oh, That's amazing like, I'd be like fuck him and then I was like ah, all right I got a few laughs out of that um, I am
1: impressed by that so <laughs> here's where we're at Mike we have uh gender reveal videos we have Carl's Facebook feed we have the Dave Chappelle Elon Musk thing okay. Chappelle brought Elon Musk out of the stage we are already over our time all right so what do you think? Should we just keep going and run through these uh the segments that we have? Should we save some for next week?
4: What do you want to do? Hmm. We could save some for next week. Uh I feel like the gender reveals will probably hold till next week. You okay. want to do the Chappelle shit since it's like timely?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes, let's do that. All right. So people went to TikTok very offended by the fact that Dave Chappelle would bring Elon Musk onto the stage. And apparently he was booed coming onto the stage.
4: It was a big controversy for some reason. I don't know why people, I don't know why people give a fuck. And I also find it amazing. Like I would hear even Chappelle fans react to this. Like Chappelle's a guy who they were trying to get his Netflix special taken down. People were walking out of Netflix and his fans were like, Hey, fuck you. It's free speech, blah, blah, blah. And now Chappelle fans are like, Dave has crossed a line. I can't can't believe they brought (laughs) this man on stage. And uh, not for nothing, but wasn't Elon Musk
1: beloved just a few short years ago? He was the battery car guy. He was going to save the planet and he was going to fix all of our- the weird thing. It's
4: like they've changed him into like like a Republican or something. It's like, he's the EV guy. Like he's trying to save the planet, you know? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I know. That's, That's how I think of him. But apparently now because he, you know- Wants to say things crazy like Trump should be allowed to tweet that he's the he's worst person ever man. ever exist. Yeah. All right. So of course people go. This is the other funny thing about this.
2: So I see a lot
1: is these people go to TikTok to talk about how horrible Elon Musk is. Now that's where the best takes usually are. Well, right. But I, I just want to point out that um, TikTok was started by uh, China and everything <laughs> in China is connected to the Chinese government. Which, well, what do um, you expect
4: him to go to Twitter? Elon owns that, Carl. <laughs> exactly.
1: That's what's so funny about this, is that they think that Twitter is this hostile environment, <laughs> but they have no problem
4: going on TikTok. We've uh, turned to the Chinese. People <laughs> are so fucking so stupid. So I see lots
2: of people on social media talking about Elon Musk getting booed while he was on stage with Dave Chappelle at Dave Chappelle's show. I'm just wondering, why the hell was he on... Elon Musk on stage at Chappelle's show, because yeah, it's kind I of whole... definitely judge people by the company they keep.
1: Yeah, me too. And you're alone. I just want to point that <laughs> out, and that makes a lot of sense <laughs> to me. I like two...
4: that she's like, God. She's like, you know, I'm a little, I'm thinking a little differently. I'm wondering why is he on stage at Chappelle's show? It's like, no, no, that's what everyone that's, what asking. that's
1: not a hot take. <laughs> yeah, boom, hot take. <laughs> um. Why not just make a video that says, I don't like Elon Musk. It's the same right. thing as what she's doing here. Like, ah, oh, why? Why would she? Why? He, he's on stage with a person I used to respect. Well,
4: also, they're like, why would Chappelle do this? Right. And it's like, because of this. He, he likes annoying you.
1: <laughs> so her profile on TikTok says chubby middle-aged white lady, proud tree hugger and SJW. She has 560 followers on TikTok, which might not seem like a lot, but I ask you, does everyone on TikTok start with like 500 followers or something? Is that why it's so popular? Is that why everyone loves it so much? No, it's quite a following. It's better than the Blind Mike Project. I'll tell you that much. I can see this woman having 500 Beanie Babies, but not 500 (laughs) followers. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why she would have any following whatsoever. All right. Well. People weren't just upset with him because of the company that he keeps. They also think that bringing Elon Musk out on stage is dangerous. Oh, <laughs> These people are so stupid.
3: I wasn't that insulted by Dave Chappelle's monologue at Saturday Night Live as so many people were. They were? This guy,
4: I got to be honest. I just I just like the way they get, this guy talks. That's why I threw him in there.
1: He goes, now look, I'm pretty middle of the road. I wasn't offended by Dave Chappelle's monologue at SNL. Were a lot of people offended by it? All I heard was people praising that monologue. Like it was one of the greatest things ever happened.
4: That's the crazy thing with like the, the, our culture is that there's no credit earned. You right. never earn credit. It's never like, hey, I like Chappelle's take on this, this, and this. So even though I disagree with him here, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. It's like, oh, you motherfucker, you have you have crossed a line.
1: <laughs> no, what's great is that instead of giving him a compliment, because like you just said, Mike, you might say, look at some of Dave Chappelle's specials have been the funniest ones I've ever seen. I think he's a comedic genius. This guy goes, now I wasn't as offended by Dave Chappelle as some other people were. <laughs> like that's his big, like, look at I, uh, you know, I, I kind of like this guy. I, I bit my tongue through
4: <laughs> SNL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: I wasn't that insulted by Dave Chappelle's monologue at Saturday Night Live as so many people were but finding out that he invited Elon onto his stage last night thankfully he got booed by the crowd which just gives me hope that there's some humanity left in us but
4: yeah and there's humanity left in us because they jeered a man 16,000 deep thank goodness (laughs) it's people like them that are dangerous
3: they yield power listen to them and that's dangerous
1: Yeah, this is the guy who's dangerous, Elon Musk meanwhile, they literally build suicide nets around the buildings in China <laughs> because the working conditions are so poor, people would rather kill themselves than finish their shift do you see the
4: difference, you idiots? I just like that this guy's tone suggests he's like in the bathroom at work and I, like, doesn't want anyone to hear like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm just saying that I think Elon is a bad, is a bad guy and he deserves to be booed. <laughs> but I just, this idea
1: that everyone's turned on Elon Musk, like, what, what's next? Everyone's going to turn on Bill Nye, the science guy. Is he
4: going to be public enemy number one coming up? Well, also the idea that they're like, Hey Dave, how could you be fr- friends with this rich guy? Yeah. It's like, what do you think Davis? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. They might run in similar circles. Yeah, I would think it's so. And the other thing that bothered me about that whole thing is, like, Chappelle made a joke. He's like, uh, I noticed most of the people booing you are in the back. It's the, the poor people or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are like, now he's making fun of the poor people. It's like, <laughs> no, he, no, he's not. <laughs> he's fucking around. It's a joke, right. Well, remember when Pat Oswalt came out and did, like, 10 minutes on a
1: Dave Chappelle set? And then he had to publicly apologize for doing a show oh, with oh, Dave he didn't Chappelle. Even, I don't
4: even know if he did time. He took a picture with him and posted it. That was the problem. Yeah, And, yes, and the he picture, was like, yeah. guys. I, so then Patton posted a picture of him thoughtfully writing at his desk. Yeah. He was writing so, in, note- he was penning in his notebook
1: his apology. Like, I
4: can't believe that I hung out with my
1: buddy I who am, I've known since we were both <laughs> teenagers. I what am a piece so of shit. sorry. <laughs> these people are insane. Mike, these people are insane. Certainly, are that's why I hate social media so much. <laughs> it's a good thing we're having fun, all right. Uh, let's see. Oh, you found some more fucking ridiculousness here. <laughs> oh, god, these people! All right, so I'm gonna start up this video in a second. Now, this is coming from a woman on Twitter who does have the blue check mark. I'm not sure why that is. Was it bought? (laughs) I don't think so. But she says, Elon Musk got booed off the stage at a Dave Chappelle show and then immediately jumped on Twitter to attack trans people because the only way he can feel big is to attack some of the most marginalized, unprotected people amongst us. He's a shameless little imp of a man. Now, this woman is very worked up, and she's going to show this tweet that I'm referring to here in her post. Let's Let's hear what she has to say
5: to the world looking like expired milk you are going to be a fucking hater no matter what for people who don't want us to believe that white privilege is a thing and get angry at any implication that they have a life easier based on their privileges y'all really are proving the fucking point because force pronouns upon let me know you don't have any plight without fucking telling me because force your pro someone's pronoun shouldn't be forced upon you
1: Let me read what uh, she's referring to. So Elon Musk is replying to someone. I don't even know what the larger thread is here. But he just writes, I strongly disagree forcing your pronouns upon others when they don't ask and implicitly. uh, Sorry, this is not in focus for me. (laughs) Uh, Then implicitly something those who don't is neither good nor kind to anyone. So this, is, this is the problem. This, that tweet right there is uh, marginalizing the trans community, apparently.
4: Right. Well, she also makes a point about the English language that I don't believe is correct.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just zoomed in a little bit. So he says, I strongly disagree. Forcing your pronouns upon others when they didn't ask and implicitly ostracizing those who don't is neither good nor kind to anyone. And then he says, and this is not addressed in this video, as for Fauci, he lied to Congress and funded gain-of-function research that killed millions of people. Not awesome, in my opinion. (laughs) <laughs> I would like that addressed more so than that first part. She does not get to that part of this. Well, I, right. I don't know
4: anything about that, but the pronouns <laughs> is <Yeah>. really.
1: <laughs> Let's not forget that we were funding the Wuhan Institute, but that's neither here nor there. Who cares? There's <laughs> a the much bridge. easier
4: point to debate here, and that's what I'd like to focus on.
1: By the way, because we are on YouTube, we are accepting super chats. I do want to point out that Ooh. according to YouTube, we don't know where the uh, COVID-19 virus came from. Probably came from a wet market, and uh, it also oh, had nothing to do with the Chinese government or Dr. Fauci, just a random occurrence in nature that happens every 100 years. All right, moving on.
5: Like, <laughs> tell me you've never actually had institutions force anything upon you for real. Tell me you've never actually been deprived of anything in society. Tell me you have no <laughs> problems like a bill to pay if you think that the height of your oppression is being... Forced to use the English language you already use. My someone's pronoun shouldn't be forced on you. How? All
1: right. This is the problem I have with this. That's oversimplifying things. I would say you're being forced to use the English language when there's one person and I say they are right there. That's not the English language. It's very confusing for people. Yeah, not to
4: nitpick, but it's you know I don't find it to be forced, but it is not the English language.
3: Correct. Yeah,
5: we're changing things, right? Have you been talking all this time, you fucking idiot? I'm so sick of watching y'all act like the height of oppression the thing that y'all have to galvanize around is constantly constantly disparaging and attacking a group of people that according to y'all are f**ing unicorns like let y'all tell it trans people are just not even real people that are gonna see this feel this anything so what is your f**ing problem you don't think it's an issue you do not recognize that a group of people are being targeted if a billionaire one of the most powerful people in our society is going out of his way to attack and listen listen the transphobia and the bigotry that y'all be so comfortable with seeing is absurd it's fucking absurd because this man has made it very clear since the minute he took over this app that his purpose is to attack anybody marginalized anybody other and the fact that he's made it around his way to attacking trans people unprovoked right after he got his ass booed off the fucking stage at Dave Chappelle's show anyway that's all I have to say
1: So, very much like how you've come around, Alex Stein, I've come around with this. She's made some very good points here. I'm convinced she's right. Yeah.
4: I just don't understand the idea of getting that angry about the whole Elon Musk thing. Like, I don't know what he did. At least with Trump, I think some people like made mountains out of molehills with certain things. But at least with Trump, like, I understood what the argument was. With Elon, I don't get like where it comes from why like we're pretending he's like a racist now or something not for nothing mike but i would put elon musk
1: in the same category as other marginalized African-Americans, which he is, Dave Matthews, or, Charlize Theron. Yeah. I mean, right. I feel for these poor African-Americans <laughs> and what they have to deal with in this society coming over to the U.S. The guy's trying to go
4: to Mars so we can live there someday.
1: Like, you know, yeah. give him a break. He's trying to solve the energy crisis by drilling down into the earth. To fight energy. Like, can we give
4: him a second before we want him ostracized from society, please? That, that, genuinely, like, if Elon, and Elon is the one guy that could, not the one guy, but this is a situation where this could realistically happen. Like, Elon Musk could save humanity, <laughs> and then we would all have to be like... Uh, yeah like we're sorry i guess yeah (laughs) sorry sorry we called you transphobic i guess guess it wasn't all black and white
1: it turns (laughs) out there's there's some things you do that are good some things that aren't so good all right we fight
4: you you fucked up we fucked up let's (laughs) agree to you know
1: i got a headline that came in on one of my devices the other day i subscribed to the wall street journal i got a headline that said elon musk no longer the wealthiest person in the world and i just thought to myself what other person would that be the headline? Normally, it's like, guess who's the wealthiest person in the world right now? It's so and so. Yeah, but right. they had to like explain that this person knocked out a peg. Like, I, I've never seen that like in the uh, power rankings in the NFL. You know, it, it doesn't come out as like, hey, guess who's not number one anymore? It's like, no, yeah, it, what a fucking loser this guy. is. <laughs> yeah, it's
4: like, you never? Just, just tell me who number one is. Uh, All right, I don't even think we can call him privileged anymore. He's got to be
1: pretty tough <laughs> in some ways. All right. We got one more here uh, Dave
2: Chappelle and Elon Musk are the most butthurt middle-aged ass pieces of shit in the world. My because God. Elon Musk, Elon Musk <laughs> is old money. Let's take a look at you, Dave Chappelle. You want to reference the people who...
1: This fucking woman is not fun to be around. Even her teeth are trying to get away from her. She is
2: would old
1: money be like the Rockefellers yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. No, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be Elon <laughs> or Dave Chappelle on that. Definitely not. <laughs> she doesn't understand what that means, apparently.
2: Because Elon Musk, Elon Musk is old money. Let's take a look at you, Dave Chappelle. You want to reference the people who were booing Elon as them being in the poor seats or whatever? Poor or not, that money is still going back in your fucking pocket. How dare you? No, seriously, how dare you have that type of fucking response to a crowd full of people who paid to see you because you're giving them something that they did not pay for? Elon Musk isn't even a fucking comedian. What was he doing up on that stage? (laughs) I mean, his life is a fucking joke. His existence is a fucking joke. We can laugh about that. But the fact that you turned around and called the people that paid to see you poor
1: Elon Musk's life and existence are a joke. Yeah, what a loser! That's what everyone's always saying. Elon Musk, what a loser! What does he have going that guy for? Is. I like, that. I like that- start using that as an insult. I'd be like, "Oh, yeah! Uh, if you think that, then you must be dumber than Elon Musk." Oh, what idiots. is this guy,
4: Elon Musk, over here? <laughs> <laughs> what a what a rube! <laughs> I like the idea that she's like, guys. He's not even a comedian. As if Chappelle was like, ladies and gentlemen, your next comic coming yeah. to the stage. Get ready for the comedy stylings of Twitter's own Elon
1: Musk, everybody. Give it, make, make him feel welcome, please. Elon, give us a tight 15, please. <laughs> and playing us out today will be the comedy stylings of... All right, let me get to my Facebook feed real quick. Then we're going to do some super chats. Beautiful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through this very quickly because this is the thing. I hate Facebook. And Facebook is so depressing, and it just gives me anxiety. There's nothing. I don't see anything on here that's fun or happy. So let me give you some examples. And this one you'd think would be fun or happy. My friend Sean's wife posted some pics of my friend Sean with her on a beach in St. John, Antigua, renewing their vows. And he's wearing a T-shirt and shorts, and the caption is, The girls and I surprised Sean with a vow renewal ceremony on our 12th anniversary. Now, that's not how vow renewals work. It's not a surprise party. Hey, guess what? (laughs) We ambushed him. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) It's like he's got his fucking divorce papers in his back. He's like, oh, I guess I'll wait on this. Uh, Whoops. (laughs) It's kind of fucked up. But, oh, there's going to be a WATS wrap-up show on Cardiff Electric's YouTube. Oh, no. Very good, Cardiff. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell everyone to tune in for that. Um, All right. My That's friend Tuesday. Joe's wife think? put a bunch of pictures of their toddlers on a post that says, Happy birthday, Dada. I call bullshit on this one. I don't think those children had anything to do with this post.
4: I suspect you're
1: right, Carl. I think it was just the I wife. I want them
4: taking a task. I
1: think it was just the wife around it. You ready for this one? This is the most insane thing. When I Because when I go on my Facebook feed, I'm obviously looking for things that, and I don't have to scroll very far. So it's not like I'm digging. But when I saw this, right. I was like, holy shit, this is insane. This is the perfect example. My friend Arian posted um, something that looked like a, a French wanted poster. There's a photo of a guy with all this French words around it. And she wrote, hi, all. Our family member, Ken, has gone missing while on study abroad in France. If you're willing, please share this post and website. I'm hopeful that eventually someone will recognize him and help to bring him home. Much love and thanks in advance. Good God. Yeah, I know. Like your family members got missing in France, and you thought Facebook was going to solve this? <laughs> you
4: thought Carl and Rochester might have
1: some <laughs> tips? <laughs> yeah, we just posted on WATP's Instagram account. I'll, <laughs> I'll take care of this one for you. No worries. Yeah, maybe that's how they'll find
4: him though. You never Holy know. Holy
1: shit. Oh. <laughs> uh,
4: Oh, this is a fun one. Uh, Next week, the foe will be up. uh, uh, He died, so don't worry about it. Stop the search. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the
3: good news, news, bad news. We found
4: him.
1: (laughs) Bad news was he was in more than one piece, so it wasn't good. Sarah posted an image that has the words in it. I sat with my anger long enough until she told me her real name was Grief. Now she's going to comment on this image. She says, this hit home. I keep saying I can't get out of the mad stage. I'm just so angry. Maybe it's because I am just mourning too many people at once. Maybe it's because I just think that life has been unfair to my family the past 10-ish years. Or maybe it's just because Dad left such a void in my life and I don't know how to fill it. If I happen to lash out, just know it wasn't actual anger. It was grief. Good God.
3: (laughs) I mean, is anyone
1: else looking at their Facebook feed? Am I the only one? It this person this... is on <laughs> <I'm> the brink. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> this is a person, by the way, that I feel is very well adjusted. She has a family and kids. Really? Yeah, they're all very nice people. I was like, holy shit. I would
4: assume that was an emo
1: 15-year-old. Yeah, I know. No, not at all. A Very, Jeez, very right. uh, lovely woman with a, a beautiful family. All right, this is the last one. Someone in my family decided to post some depression tips. Now, Mike, you oh, mentioned God. last time suicidal thoughts or something. Sure. So I think this might help you, actually. I'm all <laughs> All right, thanks. This is a little PSA from your buddy, Carl. All right, this is one Facebook post. Depression tips. Shower, not a bath, a shower. Use water as hot or as cold as you like. You don't even need to wash. Just get in under the water and let it run over you for a while. Sit on the floor if you gotta. Now, what I love about that first one, this is just the first sentence of many, is... They're telling you to take a shower and then giving me permission to determine what temperature the water should be. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad I'm, I'm in control of that part of it.
4: You know what is pretty embarrassing is like I was depressed for a long time and now I'm on meds and everything like that. And that was silly of me to bother going. I didn't shower once. And I don't, I'm not, it's just like right now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. In hindsight. It's like if I just took a shower. If that you just want to take a been... shower. Well, it's, yeah. not, it's not just
1: that. Here's some more ideas. Moisturize okay. everything. Use whatever lotion you like. <laughs> Unscented, dollar store lotion, fancy 48-hour lotion that makes you smell like a field of wildflowers. Use whatever you want and use it all over your entire
4: dermis. This is a very specific depression.
1: <laughs> Put on clean, comfortable clothes. I think this is just to cure someone with dry skin. (laughs) I think this is just like a morning routine. So far, take a shower, put some lotion on, put on some clothes. All right, I can do all of this. Listen to this. Put on your favorite underwear. Cute black lacy panties. Those ridiculous boxers you bought last Christmas with candy cane hearts on the butt. Put them on. Drink cold water. Use ice. If you want, okay. add some mint or
4: lemon for an extra boost. Oh, uh, is the mint required? Because I boil my water. I can switch that, but I'm not a mint guy.
1: No, I don't. Th- I wouldn't put the mint in. I don't know what that boosts. All right. I, don- I don't need that either. And then it says clean something. Doesn't have to be anything big. Organize one drawer of a desk. Wash five dirty dishes. Do a load of laundry. Scrub the bathroom sink.
4: I'm hoping this ends with, like, and come over and do that at my house.
3: because.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. So far, this is just, like, normal grooming and chores.
4: Like, take a shower, <laughs> yeah. put on lotion, put on clothes. This, this then... is assuming they're depressed because they live like stuttering John. Right? Yeah, I know. So far, everything is, like, John would be
1: like, huh, I've never tried any of this. <laughs> this is interesting. Uh, blast music. Listen to something upbeat and dancey and loud. Something that's got a lot of energy. Sing to it. Dance to it. Even if you suck at both.
4: I like the image of a guy who's in, like, a crippling depression, and yeah. he's got, like, a fucking bottle of whiskey in his hand, and he's just tapping a toe to a Megan Trainor song or something. <laughs> it's like, all right, this is getting me out of it's it. like, all right, this is not bad. This is getting yeah. me out of
1: it. <laughs> um, All right, and then uh, make food. Don't just grab a granola bar to munch. Take the time and make food, even if it's ramen. Add something special to it, like a soft-boiled egg or some veggies. <laughs> Even if it's ramen, like, what? what's going on in this person's life?
4: Even if it's ramen, I'm like, certainly ramen doesn't count, right? And she's <laughs> right. like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah,
1: exactly. We're just <laughs> pouring water on something and nuking it? That's not preparing food, but maybe it is. All right. Um Prepare food. It tastes way better, and you'll feel like you accomplished something. I don't know about you, but when I cook up some tacos for myself, I'm like, that's about all i'm gonna do tonight (laughs)
4: yeah what are you doing tonight i'm depressed so i gotta make a fucking creme brulee it's gonna be a whole thing (laughs) all right then it says make something
1: write a short story or a poem draw a picture color a picture fold origami crochet or knit sculpt something out of clay anything artistic even if you don't think you're good at it create i have to say and this is a family member of mine there is an absence of write an instrumental rock song in here that I find quite disturbing. <laughs> Those aren't the only ways to
4: be creative. This makes being not depressed seem like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a little much. I'd rather be depressed.
1: Uh, go outside, take a walk, sit in the grass, look at the clouds. Call okay. someone, call a loved one, a friend, a family member. Call a chat service if you have no one else to call. Oh, oh boy. Or or just kill yourself. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Talk to a stranger on the street. Have a conversation and listen to someone's voice. If you can't bring yourself to call, text, or email, or whatever, just have some social interaction with another person. Even if you don't say much, listen to them. It helps. So this is, like, fucking Opie level of dealing with life. Like, just go on the street and start talking to strangers.
4: Yeah, and you know what? Use your platform for good.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. And if you're Joe Rogan, <laughs> uh, cuddle your pets if you have them slash can cuddle them. By the way, that's implied in cuddle your pets. I like that this person's like, I don't even have a pet. No, I definitely have to kill myself now.
4: Oh, <laughs> if I don't have one, okay,
1: all right. Now I get
4: it. All right, well, well, I like the disclaimer of slash can cuddle them <laughs> yeah, as right. if, like, I actually have a restraining order on my dog, so well, no, I'm, can't I'm go assuming near it. it means like if you have a tarantula or something
1: then you know, maybe you would cuddle I can't there. go near it
4: without getting hard, so yeah. that's out.
1: If you have a poisonous cobra, well maybe don't cuddle that one. I just you know, I don't wanna <laughs> <laughs> not blanket statements here. Take pictures of them, talk to them, tell them how you feel about your favorite movie, a new game coming out, anything. Then why list the first two if it could be any Correct. I guess they got to give some thought starters for the morons out there. So anyway, trading places is all bet on a one dollar. It's all it's all based on a one dollar bet. Can you believe it? This whole movie. Um, all right, may may seem small or silly to some, but this list keeps people alive. I doubt it. Let me see some research on that. Is that backed (laughs) up? I'm going to need to see. (laughs) Show me the lives it saved. I'm going to need some third-party data to back this one up.
4: Imagine meeting that
1: guy. He's like, yeah, I just baked a pie, and uh, I'm fine now. All right, then there's some some asterisks underneath this. It says, at your absolute best, you won't be good enough for the wrong person. At your worst, you'll still be worth it to the right ones. Remember that. Keep holding on. If that wasn't. Enough nonsense.
4: It's also awfully convenient. Like, what if your worst is Jeffrey Dahmer or something, you know? Well,
1: well, well, right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's like, oh, no, no, you don't want to see me at my worst. (laughs) In case nobody has told you today, I love you, and you are worth your weight and then summon gold. So be kind to yourself, and most of all, keep pushing on. Find something to be grateful for. Hashtag suicide awareness. Hashtag have a real convo. And then she lists a phone number and says you can also dial 988.
4: Feel better, Mike? As, as, again, as a depre- as a person who's dealt with depression, yeah, people give us the suicide hotline number as if we couldn't just look it up. Like, right. oh, shit, that's, it, it's that easy, huh? It's 10 digits? <laughs> that's just like every other phone number I know about. <laughs> well, I'm an idiot. I
1: should have been calling that all along,
4: <laughs> I, I think. Yeah, I have Google, fuckers. <laughs> that's not the issue.
1: <laughs> all right, let's run through our uh, Super Chats. Thanks, everyone, for participating and watching. I appreciate it. Benjamin Cohen. Can you hire review girls that will bother to show up? Now, I've been messaging with, this is off topic, obviously, for our show. Sure. I've been messaging with Vic. Vic's got some crazy fucking hours. She's working noon to midnight most days. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's why that's happening. Hopefully that won't last forever.
4: Can I say, rather than complaining about the review girl's absence, how impressive is it that Carl has gotten three young girls to show (laughs) up on his podcast and read his reviews? Without even really trying. (laughs) Yeah, that deserves some applause.
1: (laughs) I know. Uh, Tom for 499 says, love you guys. Love you, Tom. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tom. For your support, I appreciate that. Hey,
4: I'm just going to do this on the air. Did we suck today? I felt like I sucked in particular. Oh God, you can't say that. You can't show <laughs> lack of confidence at the end of the like show. I feel like I didn't bring it today, and I apologize. I, I, next week is going to be better.
1: Well, hold on a second, Mike. It's one of the first comments I write on here was how I'm coked out of my mind, and
4: you're we the need only that, <laughs> you're the only one who's, who's actually
1: like controlling this. So, you know, if anyone should feel bad, I think it's me. All right, good. All right, David Chandler, 99.99. David, you're the man. This guy is crazy. (sighs) He's crazy. I I see him everywhere, too. I see him on Misery Loves Company. I see him on The Uncle Rico Show. I'm actually surprised that he's on here because Bob Levy is nowhere to be found, but he's still here. So thank you. (laughs) He says, uh, like Stut Joe, the chances her IQ is anywhere near that is scientifically proven to be 0.0. So that's the woman who had the IQ 169 in her bio. With a bunch, of other, yeah, a bunch of other nonsense going on. Uh, someone was spamming our stream quite a bit. I guess I got to get our fucking moderators on here. Where's, where's <laughs> Benny Loco when you need her? Andrea Brower. Uh, Cardiff Electric. Make me a moderator, you club-footed creep. Yeah, okay. I probably will do that because, Jesus You're Christ, in people are fucking spamming the shit out of this. There's got to be a better way to find uh, the Super Chats than how I'm doing it right now, which is scrolling through every single chat and looking for Super Chats, which would be fine if we didn't have this one fucking asshole who just keeps posting his fucking name? Should we dox him? Well, he can't really dox someone who has a fake name on YouTube, (laughs) can (laughs) you? Okay, then he changed his name to Faggots, 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 Faggots. faggots. (laughs) jesus christ <laughs> that seems all right oh my god here's a 70 dollars that's uh nt 70 dollars what's that what country is that it's well, probably I not worth a no ton. idea but that sounds racist moon crickets rise up that sounds racist i don't know about that it one does it's from the bad traveler and then david chandler again please make someone a mod not me though yeah dude wow
4: <laughs> I didn't realize. I didn't realize you had to do that. I guess we I have know. to. No? I know. I just
1: <laughs> I just thought people like to goof on assholes, like Cedric John. I didn't realize that
4: <laughs> we're the assholes now.
1: Well, no, I mean they're they're just spamming. <laughs> it's not like they're calling us out. Although there might be people calling us out. I'm busy running a show, so I'm not really reading everything that comes through. But yeah, I guess we're gonna need uh, a moderator on the show to manage people who just want to spam and uh, ruin everyone else's good time. I mentioned this one, Carve, watching for 279 Canadian, Cardiff. <laughs> W-A-T-S wrap-up show will be on my YouTube channel. Hashtag, All right. <laughs> hashtag W-A-T-S-W-U-S. The W-A-T-S wrap-up Cardiff. show. I'm a fragile boy. Oh, Mike, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> All right. Soul <laughs> stoners, take bottom half Carla face and Mike's top half. You almost make a normal person much love. <laughs> <laughs> I do uh, It's fun. That's a fun one I suppose. Um all right. I don't know. I think that's uh I think that's all the super chats at least the ones that I saw. People say that I I miss them from time to time. But uh all right. well Mike, there's only so much you can do. Let me reassure you. I had fun today. Okay, good. I thought we had a good show today. I thought we had some great content. Excellent. Some fun things to look at on social media because social media sucks. And the fact it that we that we're turning these lemons into lemonade. Says something for both of us, I would say.
4: Well, the good news is, even if you didn't like today, you're not done with me this weekend. <laughs>
1: That's right. Mike will be our uh, guest co-host on Who Are These Podcasts. That uh, people can you can watch it live if you're part of the Patreon, Patreon.com slash Who Are These Podcasts. We always send out a link. People can watch that, or you can go to our Discord and listen live. Anyone can do that. That's always available for anyone who wants to do that. Of course, the episode will be out for everyone on Sunday. Mike. Where can
4: people find you, my friend? BlindMike.net. Uh, Blind Mike Project is uh, one of my podcasts. And the history of comedy podcast that I do is called Why Are You Laughing? Uh, the free episode out today is Jerry Lewis, who might be the biggest asshole in comedy history. So he was pretty fun to talk about. And the episode up now on Patreon. Tell me you, you played the clip of him on the telethon where he called the cameraman's uh, oh, yeah. son an F-slur. I certainly did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to that. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. <laughs> I'll tell Again. you this. He did a Holocaust clown movie that was never released. Correct, yeah. And it gets worse. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's not the worst that he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was a fun episode. And Hilarious. then the episode up now on Patreon. It'll be out free next week. But if you don't want to wait for it, uh, you can go to the Patreon now. And that is the career from The Howard Stern Show to Stephanie Miller one stuttering john melendez wow all right people have asked for him all year and i finally gave in and said we have to do a stuttering john episode i said i approached it in a way that i hope is different than what uh you and shuli do so i am riding off your coattails but hopefully it's a little different than what everyone has seen before
1: whoa 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 why are you lumping shuli in with my coattails
4: i'm well, i'm, I mean, I'm you're, sorry. Just ha- you're just hopping
1: on the, sh- the coattails and shuli's also on
4: Right no, I'm saying, I'm saying I'm saying Shuli started all of this, and then you kind of copied what? him after that. Is what? What I meant. Yeah, that's how it happened. Revision
1: is right? history, my friend. <laughs> uh, by the way, I am a uh, Patreon supporter of Blind Mike. I'm looking forward to checking that oh, out. Thank you, buddy. That's going to be great. And uh, yeah, uh,
4: I think I think we did a good job with it. And we're going to start doing uh, bonus "Why You Laughing"s in 2023. So if you want to subscribe for that, please do. Excellent. Also, I want to tell you, Mike.
1: Gina Bobina says, "Fantastic episode." With oh. three Purple
4: Hearts. That's all I need. That's really what I was fishing for when I put now? myself down like that.
1: Well, Mike, if you feel bad about this episode, here's what you can do. Shower. Not a bath. Okay. A shower. Right. Use water as hot or as cold as you like. Okay. You don't even have to wash. Just let, yeah. just get under the water let it run over you for a while. Sit on the Thank floor you. if you got to.
4: I'll put a nice roast in. I'll start
1: cooking. I like the idea of sitting on the floor of your shower. Like if you're doing that, you're crying at the same time, right? <laughs> that, that's definitely not a time when you're celebrating. You're hugging life. your knees. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing so well, life. I'm sitting on the floor of my shower. <laughs> not depressing at all. <laughs> Killing it. <laughs> Fucking bawling over here. All right, Mike. Thanks so much, buddy. This has been fun. And sorry this went so long. We're going to get our shit together one of these days.
4: Yes. And these are the test shows, you know?
1: Yeah. Somebody asked. This is a funny comment. I'm trying to end the show. I'm bad at that. Somebody (laughs) asked. They're like, so wait, did you guys make like five or six episodes? Is the first one you released? Because if so, you should probably try to make like five or six more (laughs) before, (laughs) before you start releasing them. (laughs) <laughs> it's like oh Jesus! All right.
4: That was kind of like we just did that, but released that. Like we did a test show, but it was live on YouTube. Well, we're both pros, Mike. I wasn't. I wasn't yeah.
1: concerned about. it I knew we'd kill yeah. it.
4: It's doing. It's doing all right. All right
1: for blind Mike. I'm Carl Hamburger. Thanks for listening and watching. And uh, who are these socials? Watch for us to have our own feed and and all that other stuff someday. But right now, we're still on the Who Are These podcasts YouTube channel and podcast feed and thanks for checking it out.
0: It's showtime.
3: Who are
1: these socials? Taking down the other podcasts
4: one by one. Who are
3: these socials? That
4: clip is why people make fun of you. Carl. This is all just for the radio. And, and why Mike? We don't have business to take care of.
3: Who are these We are the
4: number
1: one podcast on the internet today. Remember, go over to uh, Cardiff Electric's post-show. Oh, boy, that's going to be
4: depressing. Cardiff? I (laughs) find Cardiff very funny.
1: I find him very funny, too. I'm just saying we're going to get torched. I'll probably have to (laughs) listen to that while sitting in my shower. (laughs)